right. We are recording now, so like recording, recording, and then we'll do the post recording. But I feel kind of ballsy doing a post recording without a pre meeting meeting. No. 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 That's all. Come on, Jeff. Come on. It's working. It, it was already it's not working, working, and now it's not. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. 25 seconds in. Here we go. No, stop. Stop the recording. This is dumb. Somebody's going to get mad. Start over again. No, it'll be bad. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of a lemma champ or lucky track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate. As long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, as well as news and notes in the world of low-dollar endurance racing. And whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky enough and Christy gives us just a tip, we're sure you're going to giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Christy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mental. And we are Everyone Racers. Thanks for coming back and listening to another Leg Warmers episode of our podcast, 81. If you're not driving a car, don't forget your year one R bingo card and have a small amount of fun for a great price. If you're already ready with your bingo card, you can now check off, which I can check off. Jeff has music problems uh, or battery is low because. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't have That's that great. One. Boo. Yeah. Oh, darn. Oh, well. I didn't even get a chance to open mine yet. So why doesn't somebody else start with. What you working on? Sure, good on. Mental. Celebrate a minor anniversary. April 1st was minor. my 10-year of pinning on major. And Oops. also coming up this week, I have a major anniversary, pun intended. Uh, it'll be Vicky and I's uh, wedding anniversary on Friday. Oh, yay. Yep. Was That's teaching, right. Yep. Was teaching in Radicals last week. Uh, not to give away too much of our show topic, and then I'll be working with the Georgia Tech Sports Car Club this Saturday at the Atlanta Motorsports Park. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Photographer comes on Monday, put the house on the market. Oh, yay. That's Wonderful, right. wonderful, wonderful. Good luck. Uh, Chrissy, why don't you go? Because I think mine and Chris's is kind of linked. Sure, that's sounds What great. you work um, on? Yes, yours is linked because uh, you were doing things that I was not doing with you this weekend. So I uh, did not do much car work in the last week. I, uh, as I reported last week, had a lot of family stuff and other stuff taking up my life. I did a lot to prepare and host uh, Jennifer's bridal party. It's your bride, Jennifer. She's going to kill me. Jen, Saturday. That was a lot. Uh, a lot of a lot of people came. I had a good time. Uh, it was Star Wars all the time, and I think it went pretty well. And then Sunday, I ran the event Travel Around the World with 20 Little Girls. And yeah, so I think both went pretty well, but I uh, both things back-to-back basically took the life out of me. So I felt like I kept saying I was the, the emoji with the X's over the eyes. That's what I felt like I was. Uh, so now <laughs> on to other events. And, and, I was, and I was like too tired to do to sleep. I was just, just half the time I was just kept saying just keep going, just keep going. Mm-hmm. And I was just like walking and stuff. So that's kind of how I felt this weekend. Um, so I'm sorry I wasn't able to join you with all the car fun. Uh, but this weekend I will get back into the garage 
and help are needed. And uh, yeah, so I have a couple events this weekend, and then we'll be soon. Um, also, I, um, I've stopped bothering you about a certain set of paperwork. <laughs> we, 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 vow, we vow not to allow mental to leave without having some kind of resolution. So, so how's that paperwork? Who are you asking, mental or myself? I'm asking you. <laughs> what? I thought we sent him with it. I don't know. I have been no, I've been nothing didn't. but working on cars and things, so I have not gone anywhere. Fine. We need to get mental. Uh, Or mental. Why don't you just write up a bill of sale? (laughs) Seventy-three Citroen. Jeff can send you the VIN. I can. I can uh, send you the pictures and the VIN and everything. Yeah. No, no. I'll, uh, wait, wait. Yeah, are we discussing it. frauding the DMV? No. On we, the are selling, we are not, selling. We are selling. We're not mental. frauding anything. We are Georgia's registration laws to the letter. No, we are selling mental acetrin. That's true. Let's do that. Absolutely. That's what it is. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. It's easy. All right. Hey, Jeff, what have we been working on? Why don't you start? Okay. So uh, I, I love that Chrissy said, I didn't get to join you on the car fun. Let me just check. Chris, did we have any fun? <laughs> a little. Did a little, you? A little. You had a little? I, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, so we uh, Chris came on Saturday to my house in lovely South Jersey, and we worked on the Z. We did Z, Z, and more Z for a day and a quarter. Uh, and then Chris left, and I finished the other three quarter of the day by myself. Uh, we we uh, Just I, like I, your prom night. Exactly. I, I have to show this to the podcast, and no one is going to like it, but someone take a picture of it and then tweet it. I went to Staples right, and I printed. Tweet it? What do we? What? Whatever. Tweet is the. What do we? It's the whatever. I oh, went to okay. Staples. That's different. In preparation for the wiring hell that is the Z, and I printed the world's largest wiring diagram. It's fantastic. Okay, that's actually pretty bad. Yeah. That's and now for the for the viewers at home, we're, we're, we we can't tweet this because I do, do not exaggerate when I say Jeff has his arms spread as wide almost as they will go. It is it is like double shoulder width, and he is holding it over his head. This is, this is a magnificent printing. Yeah, and what we ended up doing with it is taping it to the back of the trailer that was right in front of the car, and just going back and forth and back and forth. And it was fantastic to have. So thanks, yeah. Jeff. I had to work a couple of hours on Saturday, so I basically like cleaned the garage, set it all up, and uh, Jim and Chris showed up at my house soon after I left for work and got to work on the Z and started playing with the wiring. And within probably five or six hours, it started. Yep. Yeah, well, while you were not there, Jeff. Ooh, we, um... Cool. No. Well, seriously, like, like it actually – like it. No, no, it, no we'll, don't we'll get do there. that to me. Don't, so don't while Jeff me. wasn't there – uh, we painted the whole roll cage. We painted the floor of the car. So the whole, most of the inside of the car is a nice, lovely silver now, which is fun. We then, while that was drying, installed the big brake kit on the front, which is basically just a set of caliper relocating brackets to fit um, Nissan 350Z Brembo package rotors, which are readily available. Which are ginormous. Out. Yeah, huge Dope. and cheap. So that, that's all on. Um, also like your prom night. Yep. Then we started working on the wiring. I, <laughs> yeah, I was doing the engine bay stuff, and I found a number of things that we had hooked up incorrectly because we had no clue. So now everything's actually labeled with Sharpie of what goes where and how it plugs in. So we are 
we know everything's right there, which is good. Uh, Jim started working on, uh, he took the the windows and window channels out, started working on planning for the kill switch and fire system, got some nozzles in for that. But yeah, we, uh, we got her fired up. And... It sounded just as bad as it did before we started the whole lifter shit. Oh. This thing is clicking and clacking like uh, what are those little balls that they were like the little like little thing you saw? Click 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 click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a yeah, toy yeah. clappers. I don't know. Yeah. And, yeah this, so this thing's oh. warped. It's warped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why, why do I always get a warped one? Get, give these out, the boys, in lieu of pay. Um. <laughs> So yeah, so Harumph, give the governor Uh So so Chris and I like literally like slumped and said, "What the hell are we gonna do?" And we actually decided to dive in and change the lifters, pull the lifters without pulling the front timing apart, which meant not re- which meant not re- what well, meant removing the cam. But like leaving the sprocket in place by clipping it to the belt and hoping to Jesus himself that we could get it all back together. <laughs> and um, yeah, we, we, we pulled the cam out. We popped those lifters out. We uh, found one that was spongy. We took two them apart. Were spongy. Two they, were yeah. spongy. Yeah. So we, yeah, we, we rebuilt all of them on that cylinder. But well, the, the little bank. background of this motor, it's a double cam V6. And each, um, so each head has two cams and they're separated by separate valve covers, which is a little different. I've never seen that. So we took off, we, we isolated the noise to the intake cam on the driver's side bank. So that's the only one we took apart. Back near the firewall. Yep. Yep. And then we pulled all the lifters out and we ended up rebuilding them all again that night. Like double checking some of them we rebuilt twice just to be really sure we were doing it the right way. Watching all the videos on YouTube explaining why and how and everything. And the one that was the worst, we replaced with the only new one we had. And, of course, parts stores don't even have a listing for this thing. Yeah, so that's no, of course. No. So, I uh, called the guy and I said, uh, can I get a Nissan 300Z lifter? And he said, like a hatch strut? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like a hydraulic lifter. Yeah. Oh, flap. Yeah, flap. <laughs> so, uh... I, I we 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 struggled and strained and like in the dark in my garage we like rebuilt the lifters. The, yeah, yeah, it wasn't in the garage except, except for the lifters, yeah. I guess that was it. That's, I was about to get all excited that there was suddenly room in Jeff's garage. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you're funny. Um, so yeah, so we put it all back in. Chris, did we get it all together the night before on Saturday night? We, we left the uh, intake manifold off because we had to weld those. <laughs> Um, oh, that's right. Because we found a leaky coolant line. We also found when we started, it was leaking oil profusely because turns out someone never tightened the valve cover gaskets on the exhaust side. So, you know. Which, by the way, live under the intake manifold, yeah. which is, I think, a quoted one hour to remove. But Chris and I are good at it. We got it in about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. We've also removed a bunch of things that make it hard to take off. So that helps. True. Um, uh, Saturday morning, we woke up. We finished. Su- Sunday the- morning. Sunday morning, sorry. Sunday morning, we woke up. We finished the intake manifold job. We 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 rewelded the things that were leaking. We put the coolant system all back together, and we we managed to get the cam and the sprocket to mate without messing anything up. And we fired it up, and it sounded exactly the same. Maybe slightly better, but that's sure. Maybe slightly better. Citron better or Dodge truck better? 
No, Dotson trucked better. It was terrible. Uh, we did manage to move the lifter clack from one cylinder to the other. So we know we touched the part that was doing it. Yeah. We just don't know which one now. Um, we have a pretty good idea. Yeah. So, wah-wah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what to say other than it is still terrible. And we are, are, are we saying that our punt maneuver, or are we keeping that secret sure, till next yeah, week? Yeah, we Oh, well, no, we kind of we can talk about it. Why not? Uh, the three the three hundred Z is not going to make the first race. There is not enough time to pull everything apart and finish everything else that is on the list. It just can't happen. Mental. Oh, the three hundred Z will absolutely make its first race. Oh, it's just, it just it's won't first, be this one. Its first race is not this one. Not going to be Pittsburgh. Yes. So all of us, all everybody's going to see us at Pittsburgh. Just know that we will not have a Z. We will have something else. And uh, yeah, I, I heard. I heard a Nissan still coming. It'll sure. Have Nissan badges on it. Don't worry. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I did all that with Jeff. I mean, we worked Saturday night until eleven thirty. Really. Um, it was a long day, and then we, you know, Saturday or Sunday, by the time we got everything sorted out and realized it wasn't going to happen, it was a little afternoon. So I said, "Well, this isn't going to work. I got to go fix the damn Honda, so we at least have one car that works." <laughs> so uh, I went home, leaving Jeff to uh, handle whatever he could after I left, which I have no idea what he did except probably clean up the explosion we made in his garage, which is only mildly worse than it normally looks. So no. that's good. Did not clean the garage. Tools are still on the bench. Okay, cool. What did but you I do? But I did then? do the uh, the what belts are done. Do? The seat is done. <laughs> uh, the 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 belts were really 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 difficult. There's like the seat bolts and the the belts. There's just there's no way to get your fingers under that seat to yeah. get all those bolts together. So yeah. that was like a multi-hour job. Yeah, and then cleaning—that was a multi-hour job and things. So no, yeah, but it should, progressed nicely. I got we should go do ahead. for the seat. Yeah, those two bolts you can't get to. Yeah, I think we drill holes in the floor underneath them so you can just get to them from underneath. Oh, that would be excellent. Uh-huh. Good plan. Then they kind uh, of I got, got holes. it. I managed to make it work. Okay, for for next time. Yeah. And I also learned a good lesson: make sure you look before you drill, kids. I was just about to drill <laughs> through the floor of the car to put right in the brake line. Right, to put in the sub belt, and it was right through the fuel lines, actually. So, uh, yeah, look before you drill, because you never know what's on the other side. Oh, I'm sorry. When I, I was saying the seatbelt mounts, I put that almost through the brake lines. Okay. I was perfect. telling my story. Yes. As well, long as it wasn't your foot. Uh-huh. No. no. I'd yes. rather drill through my foot than the fuel or the brake lines on that 300, because I think the foot would be easier <laughs> to fix. <laughs> well the foot is self-healing yeah. so so when i came yeah. back i worked i got some things done on the honda i um got the what did i do saturday sunday oh i got the main relay working and mostly just by grounding the harness in the engine i just kind of loosely put the engine harness in place and things just you know just to get spacing right and the main relay wasn't grounding got that working got a bunch of other wires in there so it was getting to the point where i'm getting close to starting it and i said well I need some gauges because we can't use the stock gauges anymore. I need something to tell me if I have oil pressure and water temperature and basic things like that. So I better start making a gauge panel. So that's what I've been doing ever since. And just tonight, um, I've gotten to the point where I'm even skipping workouts. As soon as I come home, go work in the garage and come in, eat dinner, do a podcast. So uh, gauge <laughs> panel is made. It's all together with all the gauges, all the warning lights, 
all that stuff. It's all wired into one plug. And you I... know, having. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say having you know kind of because this Honda's always just kind of evolved. Oh, we need this. We need this. Oh, add this in here. Add this in here. Seeing you build that gauge cluster right from I want this. I want this information. And I said it on the group text. That is just a sexy piece of equipment. There was a group text about the cluster. I didn't even see it. Yeah. There's a picture of the finished <laughs> gauge cluster on there. It's got everything you need. It's all on view. Most important things up top, least important down to the bottom. Lights are near their respective gauges that they matter for. Um, and it all fits in the stock area of the gauge cluster. So... It's all wired into one big plug because I have all these wiring harnesses now that I've been stripping parts out of and things. I just (laughs) stole one of those plugs and uh, used that. So we just have one big plug that the whole thing comes out on. Tonight I just finished making the brackets to mount it to the roll cage, um, including captive nuts because Honda and because it's easy. Well, it's easy afterwards. It's not easy to start with. So that's all. Then it goes on with four bolts comes and one plug, and that's it. So with a coat of paints on the brackets now so I can install the cluster and start doing some of the wiring on that so I get the important ones. Then keep finish doing the finished wiring to hopefully try to start it on Saturday. That's the plan. Yep. Todd Carver would be so proud of that gauge cluster. Great. I don't know who Todd Carver Thanks, is. Thanks, Todd. Uh, Rocks, Rocks, Rocksteady Wrestling. We, we oh, oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. It took me a moment. I was looking for somebody famous. I was like, is this some sort of like Japanese woman who's going to tell me to clean my car? Like, what exactly are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. That's where you go it's time. Does anyone have a real news story? I, I have one, actually. Uh, go, Jeff, because I actually do have one. Nobody All probably right. cares but me. So uh, former Nissan chairman Carlos Gohan was rearrested in Tokyo minutes before its <laughs> interview. Uh, this story came out today, April 3rd, but it says Thursday, so I don't know if we're dealing with some sort of Japanese time shift thing. But, uh, yeah, Carlos said, re- tweeted uh, moments before he was arrested that he was planning on telling the truth. He did a phone interview with Fox Business' Maria Bartomolo, and... Then they just showed up and arrested him again because he was walking into a TV studio to tell the truth. Uh, According to legal experts, it is extremely rare in Japan for a defendant to be rearrested after they have posted bail. So uh, good job, Carlos, for posting that $9 million bail, but you're still in jail. They are so mad at him. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, just uh, slightly happier news. Scrolling through my one of the uh, social media feeds, Porsche is introducing a Targa version of the Boxster. Which I don't know why they would just not introduce a Targa version of the Cayman. But would that be a Cayman? I don't know. It would. Or well, uh, technically it's a removable roof, so that would make it a Boxster. I don't know, but it's it's know. actually pretty. It's actually pretty good looking. I bet it is. I'm a fan of uh, Targas. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you yep. sold me on that one. Yeah, cool. So, all right, so let's talk about the race results. Now, we mentioned Champ Car was at Harris Hill this weekend for an 8-7. and seven. Saturday, first was Basil Weenie Racing in a 90 Miata. Second was 11 Tenths Racing in a 92 Miata. Third was a crew from Texas Motorcycle <laughs> Academy at Harris Hill, and yet another Miata. Do we have Sunday, to start saying boring? Yeah, I'm, 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 almost, I'm almost getting there. 
Uh, Sunday was the 11-10th, took the top spot. And they also had FTD for both days. One of those was a 127, which is pretty quick around here. So uh, second was Winkler Motorsports and a, you guessed it, wow. Miata. But uh. third, refreshingly, was the Integra from Donkey Racing. Cool. And we, our, we did have some, yeah, there you go, sorry. Some of our picks, the good. Orca Racing didn't do so well, 24th Saturday and 36th Sunday. Uh, Hong Kong Fui wow. Miata, 29th and 26th. So we, we picked poorly there. Yeah. <laughs> Other people showed up with poor cars. Uh, Fruit Basket's Dodge Shadow was 33rd and 42nd. Uh, which, if we're honest, is maybe actually pretty good for a Dodge Shadow. Uh, their Hyundai was 44th on Saturday and didn't start on Sunday. So it's Dodge also Shadow pretty good for a Hyundai. is greater than Hyundai. Hyundai. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Okay, and funny is probably still funny in the Miata news. Two beaners in a bucket raced uh, 32nd and 44th, but the name's still funny. Don't chuck it up. Miata was 15th and 19th. Wow, unintended accelerations. Audi 90 was 9th and 16th. That's not too bad. All right. Other other uh, events, uh, big one. The Lemons was at NOLA this weekend, and you probably already heard about Jerry Ringle on his Aston Martin in preparation for the 500 out of my ass crowd. Go ahead and check that off in your bingo card. The Inglorious Bastards were prepared. Did, did we actually say what the Aston was? The DB7. Did we talk about it last Seven. week? Yeah. I mean, DB7. but that basically it was like all the Thunderbird underneath of it, right? Or uh, there's yeah. great pictures on the uh, on the Lemons Instagram, so check that out. Here's a quote from Jerry. I wish I could say we ran laps and laps grinding all the way, grinning all the way, but alas, we did not. The problem with a ground was well, ground up build that you don't find out real quick. Oh, so hold on a second here. Start again. <clears throat> what from Jerry. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm still fighting this cold. It's killing me. I can't breathe. From Jerry, I wish I could say we ran laps and laps, grinning all the way, but alas, we did not. The problem with a ground up build is that you find out real quick that you didn't even know to plan for. He battled at some driveline vibrations and other small issues, but the big hurdles weren't bad. Also from Jerry, quote, the crowd was really cool about it, and Nick Pond and the group loved it. It sailed through tech without one needed correction. It just made everyone grin, especially me. Damn, we worked our butts off for four months, worth every second of it. And when Steve McDaniel did his BS inspection on it, he said he really didn't want it to be to be so hard on it, but he knew he had to be fair for the rest of the teams. So he suggested C-Class and 68 billion laps. That's billion with a B. <laughs> Yep, and not wanting to risk four months of the build, even though it is mostly a furred underneath. Jerry and crew never really finished a whole lap, actually. Oh. So, uh, yeah, they pulled in before the timing lines after they go test test lap after test lap. And the end of the day, Saturday, they just loaded up and went to Bourbon Street and have some fun and not to miss out <laughs> on that. So that's Lemons for you. Uh, and their entry is also up on Jalopnik. Oh, what a sad weekend. Okay, so before we get into actual additional results, um, there's some other big awards that he, are here. The IOE went to the C-Class winners, Hi, Dad, Hi, Hungry, I'm Dad, which we talked about last week in uh, Spank's sourced LeBaron. According to Eric Rude, all of the Class C cars ran like dog do. The LeBaron ran the least poorly of them, so that's awesome. <laughs> uh, the Heroic Fix went to the 
Resistance, one of the two battling Slant Six Wonders. Again, and from Eric, the Resistance dart blew their Slant Six on test day. So they sourced one from a Camaro team who, uh, who knew a guy who had one. He looked like he came off the uh, Lus- Lusitania. Lusitania. Rusty is F, covered in grime. Yes. Okay, great. So covered in grime and mud and filled with water. I don't know how they made it work at all, but they put in and got a few laps. Life of the Paddock went to GM 3800-powered Mazda B2200 B2200 pickup. See Sanjeev. Uh, his Instagram, but the big story was the USMC team and their twenty, their number twenty Crown Vic. This brought a whole new crowd of Marine drill sergeants for the penalty pox, and again on the Insta, uh, fl- also in a, a f- excuse me, also flew in a pair of Huey C- Cobra attack helicopters, landed right there in the Nola paddock. But come Sunday, one of them wouldn't start, and uh, the actual UMCS they got the I got screwed award. That's fun. <laughs> when your Huey attack helicopter damn won't start. I'm going to get some jumper cables over here. Well, they you know, like made a joke about it. It uses a starter from, uh, uh, from one of the cars that was in the lemons paddock. But, uh, Sanji said they were probably just trying to make that team nervous. Yeah. Well, that's pretty funny. Uh, so, the best part is, is I think like speedy cop was there. Like, can I, can I have it? Can I have it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Now, that's yeah, that's a joke. Really yep. And uh, so for some of our picks, we said the good. The, the Sharp team from Team MI took the overall. Tetanus Sunset finished second overall, and somehow their Cavalier was also in 10th because they are the Two only Cavaliers. people who know how to make a Cavalier actually work in racing. Property devaluation of Blue Goose unable to replicate last year's finish, and we already mentioned IOE and Class C winners, and that's got to be the most successful K-based car, or or Mitsubishi 3-liter V6-powered car that's ever happened is that damn LeBaron spank bought at the tow auction. (laughs) (laughs) You know why? Nobody turned a wrench on it. He just basically got it running and entered it. Uh, For the bad picks, all of our bad picks did quite well, and we talked about them, so keep going. That's awesome. So, And then the funny is still funny. Nearly adequate racing uh, in a Pinto took Judge's Choice. Cow Bungholes were 14th, and Dipstick's non- Super Beetle was 33rd. In addition to those races, we got some upcoming events. So WRL is at MSR Houston. There's 33 cars, nine BMWs. Boring. Boring. Nine Miatas, one Honda, three P cars. Also boring. And the MP01. But this is actually kind of a hard one for us to predict because a lot of the Midwest teams that we recognize, uh, Shaky Dog, Rocksteady, all those guys, they, they, at least according to their website, weren't signed up. So good luck to all. We If you've got some... Uh, input on how you think those guys are going to do drop it to one of our social medias or email us lemons is at autobahn this weekend they've got 52 cars five bmws no miatas oh wait 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 no miatas no (laughs) (laughs) clap for that ladies and gentlemen they're all at the different they're at the other race sure exactly there are six hondas not really a p car and there are Four freaking neons in this race. So some of the cars I... to watch out to do well. Onset Tetanus is there, the Cavalier. I don't know if it's the same Cavalier or just the other race. If so, wow, that's pretty impressive. Lemonade and their E30 is always fast. Landshark Civic is usually a contender. Save the Tatas is going to blow by everybody until something breaks, which happens occasionally, but they'll <laughs> still blow by everybody because, that damn, that thing is fast. So keep an eye on them. 
A lot of bad cars we recognize that never do well. The S Cargo Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra S, number oh, 74. Boy. The MST 3000 Mitsubishi 3000 GT. Very sorry about that. 219 Nightmare on Elm Street, a 1992 Eagle Talon. Again, you two just park next to each other and stay there because neither <laughs> will run. Number 322, Red Ace Racing in a 2002 Mitsubishi Lancer Oz Rally Edition or some crap like that. It will also probably not run because it's made by Mitsubishi. And the 41 8 Mile Motorsports in a 2002 Chevy Blazer. All right, so the funny ones uh, should have brought, excuse me, should have bought, just bought Spectator Passes. 2000 Subaru 2.5 RS and, and is this and and yep. a BMW? Yep, they it's have the two same. Cars. They're, oh, they're that it's only one car number. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Um, and the Mussolini straight jackets in a uh, Alfa Romeo Spider and bad. Dis- I'm sorry. It's, it's Mulsanne. Mulsan. I obviously don't know what that's, that is. That's I the super apologize. long straightaway at uh, Circuit of the South for Le I would have called it Museland too. I know it's a straight. I just never knew how to pronounce it. Uh, oh, well, I, I, so of course I knew what it was and that's how I pronounce it. Thanks, Jeff. That's good. Let's go with that one. Okay. Um, also, and the bad decision racings in a 47 Plymouth special deluxe. Can, can I just say something right here? Please. I think the Subaru 2.5 RS Jihad might show up. For the should have just bought spectator passes. Those <laughs> Subaru idiots love these things. They are worse and so much more valuable than like your average trash WRX. Well, it's anyway. okay. When they come, they can bring the extra head gaskets that the team is sure to need. So that's nice of them to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Indeed. Couple of additional notes from guest number one, Eric Rude. So it is a small field. We're guessing most of those guys are from Michigan and they're Ohio teams, but a lot of them are opting to go to pit race instead. Hell yeah, it's so but much better Chris, a track than Autobahn. Totes. But as Chris mentioned, there are some really capable cars. Lemons first Suzuki Esteem and Chevy HHR do not fall into that category, but good on them. Uh, as we talked about the Muslon straight jackets, it's an Alpena A210 replica. Eric says it's the prettiest Lemons car he's ever seen. That Cutlass Sierra Jeff talked about are rookies. So hopefully, hopefully they're bringing lots of beer because they're going to cry. Uh, the uh, garbage red d- car Del Sol is prepared by a shop class in a suburban Chicago high school. That's actually pretty super, super cool. And the Opal GT that is on there is brown and terrible. So if you're looking to root for an underdog, underdog team non-secure have raced Lemons since 2007. Their first car was an Integra that finished top five a couple of times, got wrecked by a Jalopnik rider in a BMW terrible. at an terrible. early ER race. Terrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so they dropped the guts there. of that to a Civic Satch, and they've been racing that one for three to four years. And actually, we've raced with them, haven't we? Because they're just hella nice guys that never catch a break. Yeah. Uh, I can, can I go back to something you said earlier about maybe pit? race, uh, taking some of the entries from here. I remember back in the day when we were begging, pleading, offering sexual favors to the Lemons uh, uh, power brokers to go to Pittsburgh and to race a pit race. They said they were worried about some of the Midwest uh, some of the Midwest guys not going to Pittsburgh. 
or if they went to Pittsburgh, not going to the other Midwest races. So hopefully this isn't a trend and it's a one-time thing because I would hate for them to kill pit race. Well, they're only two weeks apart, and they have well, that's true. two races at Audubon and two races at Gingerman a year, and they have for years. So I would imagine most of that crew is probably looking for some strange and wants to check out Pittsburgh. So Yeah, I would think it would kill one of the Audubon races before it would kill pit race. Yeah, or one of the Gingerman ones. Like, Gingerman, like, what's that guy going for? It? Nothing. Yeah, Gingerman it's, always has low numbers, right? Yeah, because it's not yeah. a very good track and stuff. And so. they got Jesus Hour, which is usually something reserved only for the South. Hmm. Be surprised. Uh, you know what else you'd be surprised by? Supercars. Hell yeah, you will. You know you want one, but the lottery tickets are getting expensive. So if you have one and you open it up on regular roads, you go to jail, which is also super expensive. Well, if you want to check out it, Supercar Check Extreme Experience. They can put you in the driver's seat of some of the world's best supercars at over 20 racetracks in America and Canada with no speed limits, no shifting restrictions, no governors, awesome cars, awesome tracks, and tracks and awesome instructors like myself chris mental take a ride along with one of their new polaris slingshots i actually want to check that out and now they have a mclaren which according to mental is amazing it is it is don't forget the wide body uh uh what the heck is that thing challenger wide, challenger yeah. thank uh, you dodge uh, challenger hellcat, hellcat. I don't know. that's what i was trying to think it's, it's, like, right it's just they're just like shocking adjectives we're gonna see how many shocking adjectives we can put after a dodge but when you've got it, 707 it, horsepower you get all the adjectives it sucks in bald eagles in the front <laughs> out america that's what it does but you might be worried oh it's expensive i'm already eating bread heels and for breakfast well it's not true because er E1R has got it for you. Enter Everyone Racers. Everyone Racers, no space. And get 25% off a single car package when you book at xxspeed.com. Extreme experience. It's your turn. It's my turn. Crazy. Thanks, Chrissy. And thanks, Chrissy's mom, for listening. Once again. Chrissy's dad and Chrissy's sister. Chrissy's dad. (laughs) I do have to give a shout out to Chrissy's dad real quick. I was playing with the crimpers that Chris has. That he says that your dad bought. They yes. were amazing. And I need a pair. Do not send me a pair for free, Chrissy's mom. <laughs> Don't say Somebody it. send me an Amazon link. I will buy my own. Oh, that's they funny. are fantastic. They work so well. Listener feedback. Okay, we've got some more <laughs> iTunes reviews. Stable boy, uh, Stable boy says... By far the best podcast out there related to racing in general. Great personalities, fun times, and very applicable and topical information. That is a very nice review. We did not pay him. That sounds very nice. <laughs> you, you might want to branch out a little because that's very high praise. Thanks. But, I just, but keep listening to us, for God's sake. Sure, right. Yeah, just keep coming back. But, we like listeners know. with low standards. That's wonderful. <laughs> I just want to mention that Stable Boy spells his name like the stuff you put in your fuel tank, sure. not like he's stable and oh, not crazy. Like a... well, no, we he's, he's definitely, one of, definitely one of us. Yeah, we know yeah. that. So it's not really listener feedback, but uh, Saturday night when I was down in Florida, we'll talk about why. Florida Man Donnie hopped in his great big T-top, <laughs> big WS6 T-top snorting. Trans Am and came to the Orlando Karting Center. We hung for a bit before a midnight shift, and this was funny. So we were standing there watching the carts come around, and a guy from another team walks by and goes, 
hey, man, where do I know you from? And as I turn to go, well, I have done a little bit of automotive riding. He's not talking to me. He's talking to Donnie. And <laughs> Donnie had – Donnie, and apparently this happens quite often. Donnie had the best response ever. And he looks at him and goes, you watch a lot of porn, don't you? Now, oh. Donnie is an, a oh. great, great guy, and he is really fun to hang out with. But when you look at him, he's uh, you horizontally don't, you, challenged. Uh, no, he's 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 not short. He's a, he's I'd say he's uh, he's close up. But you know, he's just. Uh, I didn't say I, vertical I say this challenge. With, I said oh, horizontally yeah. challenged. Okay, yeah, you know, he's just you know, we just we just call him we just call him a, a big old corn fat guy. But he uh, so his reply to that is, you watch a lot of porn, don't you? And the guy was a little taken aback. So I'm trying to be a smart aleck and say, well, do you know who Steph Schrader is? Yeah, I know. Oh, well, if you watched her Instagram, he was on it. And he, Donnie looks at me and goes, no, that's not it. Donnie has been on three episodes of VinWiki, which we have linked in our show notes. And the third one, watch the first two, but the third one is the best where he had to steal a Mustang he paid for. <laughs> so uh, I, I saw and, the first one a bunch of years, like two years ago when he recorded it. Yes. So, yeah, so Florida Man, and, and when he sent me the links to it, he said, he's about the Mustang one, he goes, I know this one doesn't help my pleading of not being Florida Man, but it is the absolute best. So if you get a chance, click on those notes. Donnie, thanks for coming out. You're definitely my kind of redneck. And if you folks have the opportunity or need, and you do, go buy his purple slab at Pit Race. Yep. Everybody so, needs a bigger GM in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. No, so we don't. What have, you, what have you got going on in May? <laughs> Think about it for a second. Uh, Think through the uh, month, finals, graduations. Not Mother's Day, Day or Memorial Day. None of those. How about some racing in the West Coast or the Midwest? That's much better than any of those things any of you just, just mentioned. There's their openings at Willow Springs with Lucky Dog Racing, May 4th and 5th. And on Memorial Day, which is already a three-day weekend, so you take less time off of work at Utah Motorsports Campus, where they have a car show, live music, food trucks, and karting. Hell, even if you're not racing, that sounds like a great time. Just go do that. Uh, Looks like the rest of their schedule still has some openings. Check them out at racelucky.com. Uh, so maybe your experience racing a new track in a new place that is far from you would inspire you to write down your experiences. Uh, so, yeah, nope, stop. That was from stop last there. week. So, <laughs> oh, well, hey, I'm just reading copy. Sorry about that. And it didn't it sound like I knew what I was talking about till almost the end there. Oh well, <laughs> I'm trying. We will read everything okay. on the. No, you know what time it is. I'm not Topic. Hey, topic. Oh, that's funny. Yep. All right. Mental. mental. This is this is this is the mental hour brought to you by Mental Special Guest Mental, musical guest Mental, and featuring all Mental. Us, mental playing shortstop. Mental second base is Mental. Third base is Mental. So this weekend I was invited last minute. I got an invitation to the USAC United States Auto Club uh, SimCraft 24 Hours Karting of Orlando and. It was amazing. Uh, Carding is an incredible way to refine your craft. And it is, I, I understood absolutely nothing. I was horrible <laughs> at it. I was horrible at it on a level. No, I've never been. I have not been this bad at something so consistently. Oh, no, I meant you know nothing. John, for so. decades, yes. Uh, it was, and. And that's the, saying when something. I sit, so. Yeah, that's saying something. I was. At my worst, I was five seconds off the team pace, and this is in a one-minute course. And it just, and we'll talk about it. But I was trying to drive it like a car, which you can't do. 
so yeah, we were trying to drive. It was a brand new Praga cart with a sealed motor. Uh, yeah, it was a hoot. And uh, I guess you guys have questions. Yeah. So yeah, I just, uh, just want to go right off what you just said. What's the difference? You can't drive it like a car. What did you find? Like, what do you mean by that? Explain. So, but before you go there, could you like? Because I know some people sure. don't even know what you mean by carts. Ah, good job. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, Here's right, the right. radio guy keeping us on topic and explaining things properly as opposed to just diving right in. Yeah, so, yeah. Like start right with in. what the hell is a cart? You, you like these well, are not it, it, what yeah. most people think about. They like, oh, they went to the go-kart track. These are like real racing carts. Give them some description of the mechanical beast you're riding. Do you throw shells or banana peels? <laughs> <laughs> I could not find jump? the blue tur- turtle shell. If I had the blue turtle shell, I would have done much, much better. Now, these are the, these are gas-powered uh, carts in uh, highly prepared. There's several makers of these. There's Tony Cart is a good one. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. But we were actually all down there in Italian Praga carts, which – are gorgeous, by the way. So these are go-karts. Now, they have a variety of engines you can put on there. For this particular race, it was a spec motor. So everyone got a Briggs & Stratton L108. I think they have like, I don't know, say maybe like six or eight horsepower. They're, they're, they, the, we were running probably at top end 55, 60. Uh, but then we'd hit the rev limiter. But these were high-end racing go-karts. Also on a spec tire, which was hard box in order to last for 24 hours so uh and everyone showed up and you got handed your engine when you got there and you couldn't do anything to it mm-hmm. question uh, question um what uh what is the course like i know unless you're not done with cars but what is it like is it like normal things you see on the side of the road or is it something you go ups and downs how does it work it was a it was a dedicated facility and a lot of Karting facilities in the U.S., including the one at Atlanta Motorsports Park, where I, I spent a lot of time, actually do have substantial elevation changes. Uh, in fact, Atlanta Motorsports Park has a four-story drop, and it is the only FIA certified go-kart track in the United States. There's actually a really good go-kart track at Pit Race that they'll do some of these uh, uh, events on, but because it was Florida, it had no elevation changes, so it was all flat, and it was. But it was a, a very tight and twisty multi-configuration, and they had us running what they call a course. Where, like I said, it was just about a minute. So uh, this is a suspension or transmission on these things. We're just talking chain to gear, mm. right? Correct. Chain to gear. No, now, you can get shifter carts, and those start getting up to 80 miles an hour, and that's that's a whole different world. These were not shifter carts. Direct chain to gear. In fact, we our big concern was that we were going to lose a chain in the race for a 24-hour race. We did have to chain a sprocket after contact with another cart. We cracked our sprocket. Um, and one of the teams did lose a chain, and, uh, yeah, it, it cost them a top-ten finish. We managed to finish eighth out of uh, out of the pack. So, so you get there and there's a there's a sealed motor, but can you re-gear? Like, no, no. So you had to have a specific gearing. Correct. Uh, and, and on the axle, there is no suspension on these. The suspension is the tires and your spine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And the weight transfer that you move your ass, right? Yeah, well, the, you're you're wedged into a fiberglass seat, so there wasn't any of that. Now, I was kind of you do kind of move your upper body a little bit. So, cool. Chris, get back to your question. All right. Um, 
so I, I did endurance karting one or two, twice a number of years ago when I was mm-hmm. a younger lad with some of my decal free Honda buddies, in addition to just running at local <laughs> go-kart places. So one of the things that I was, that I was not prepared for the first time is that you need some additional gear to kart race. You can't just hop out yes. there in your normal stuff and go. So what other additional gear would you recommend people consider before they do this kind of thing? Now, this particular one, they would have let us run in our driving suits, uh, the, you know, they're our standard SFI driving suits. Not really something you want to do because they're not abrasion resistant, which is the primary concern of a karting suit, but also they don't breathe. And you, you've got that really nice one. And Chrissy, you've got the really nice one. Jeff and I are still driving in the quilts. No, and no, I, would, I got a nice no, one. He's no, a nice he's one got too. a nice one. Right. Just me, just me driving around in the uh, quilt. I would have melted, but, uh, the, Trevor and Drusco, who invited me on this, loaned me one of the karting suits from Atlanta Motorsports Park, which was nice because it, it, it's by no means cool, but it breathes a lot better than your standard driving suit because it's a go-kart. There's no seatbelts. You can jump out of it, so you're not really worried about catching on fire and being trapped in a vehicle. And you're only allowed a gallon of gas at a time, so you could get away from that. Uh, you do have – there are the availability of special karting shoes. I just use my regular driving shoes and karting gloves, and I just use my regular driving gloves on this one. But a karting suit, you do have that. You can't have a motorcycle helmet. You have to have a real helmet. There are karting helmets, which have some arrow to them. I was using my standard driving helmet. And then the big one is you want a rib protector. And I raced the, my first shift with a rib protector, forgot it for my second shift, and immediately – immediately regretted it uh third shift to make sure i had it on but all day sunday could not take a deep breath because it felt what like is, i just got that what is what is that because uh, you, you it lives a velcro thing that wraps around the sides of your body under your armpits and it's reinforced kevlar or fiberglass and it is exactly what it sounds like it's protecting your ribs from slamming into the side of the seat huh. like like you're taking a punch in the diaphragm which is basically what i did for an hour in the middle of the night saturday and I, I used, when I did it, um, the rib pads I had from playing lacrosse when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. Those were so that great. was good. And um, I also used, uh, in, we also, we really, the first time we did it, we didn't know any better. We just bought some like camping pads and just cut them up and just kind of wrapped it around half your body before you sat in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and it was better than nothing. So, yeah, sure. So yeah. why do you take the beating because they're of the no suspension and it's just the vibe, you know, like pounding on the pavement or is it G forces? Yes. What what yes. is it that's yes. doing it? Yes, all those. It things. is all of those things. It's all those things. And you're in a What's hard this? fiberglass seat too. You're not in a cushy seat. Yeah, there's like some of the guys to to accommodate different size differences. They had padding, but we were actually all evenly sized, so we were just squeezing in this fiberglass seat. And you're still pulling, I'd say a G in a corner. Oh, yeah, and you're that, you're mostly you. upright, right? Yes, and uh, the steering wheel's kind of tilted away from you, like an old school Ferrari. So there's a <laughs> lot of there's a lot of wrenching on that one. You want to keep those elbows tucked in, but a couple of times you you have to bring your arm over to make corners. Yeah, that's that's cool. So uh, uh, give me just the nature of the event. You said it was a 24. So was it a it was a true 24? Yes, absolutely. 12.15 until 12.15 the following day. So we we had there and uh, they, they, they got us in there. You initially started with two gallons. You had to qualify that two gallons. They did a Le Mans style start. 
So everyone, they had the cars lined up, they sprinted to them, hopped in, you were allowed to have one mechanic, pull the string, and off you go. Then every pit stop after that, uh, there were uh, 20 total mandated pit stops. Two of them had to be 10 minutes, the other 18 had to be four minutes. And at each of those, you would push the cars into the fueling section, they would hand you a single measured gallon of gas, and that's all you got to put into your tank. But you had huh. to take all. You had to take all those. We ended up with an extended red flag when the timing gear malfunctioned. So they they took one of the stop mandatory stops away from us. Uh, how long does that thing run on that gallon? We never uh, never ran out of gas. So uh, we had one guy go, and he was tagged up behind a pro racer, and he went ninety minutes, and we still barely got a gallon of gas in that tank afterwards. Wow. Crazy. So you yeah. were running about hour-long shifts? Roughly, yes. Uh, I was running slightly less than an hour because I <laughs> wasn't very fast, and I would get flagged basically as soon as one of the two hot shoes uh, got rested. And then we had a, it was me and another guy who were slightly off pace, and then he kind of started figuring it out, so he was on pace. I ended up leaving him out there, but, yeah, I don't think I ran more than an hour. <laughs> I, I didn't lose us any positions, though. well, except for one shift, actually, I did because I spun like four times. I, I, I saw that one at 1 a.m. <laughs> so uh, tell me, how many people did you have on your team? And was your team normal or is that like, what? what is a normal team and what did you have, I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, normal teams are four to six people and we had four. Okay. And, and it's eight. Now, you say like normal. We were down there with Ricky and Jordan Taylor, who are both IMSA professional, top-end IMSA drivers, have raced Le Mans. Um, Hannah Zellers was in the pit next to us. Patrick Wilmot, um, uh, Andrew Pinkerton, Pinky Pinkerton, they were all there. The, I mean, so Tyler Hoffman, there were multiple people making who make their living at the wheel of a race car that came down there to do this. Um, Baron, Baron, Baricello's kid was there and a couple of like upstart Brazilian 12-year-olds that are going to be in Formula One in four years. <laughs> so you want to talk about – yeah, one time I'd be an out of my element. Dear God, these these a lot of these driving suits were cost more than my car. Like when I had a good car. <laughs> yeah, because actually my driving suit costs more that. than your car. So. <laughs> <laughs> my car was free. My lunch cost more than your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, to when I did this once. It was very frustrating because there were some people there who did this a lot more often than we did, and they knew how to cheat, and that was frustrating in that we'd come out of a corner. I definitely had better corner exit speed, and we'd get up to the governors on the carts and you know, with me like right on them, pulling on them, and to get to the governors, I would stop, and they somehow would keep pulling away and get more speed because they knew this little trick to reach like under their left arm over to the engine and find the little linkage and pull on the thing, and that <laughs> gave them more. And we had no idea that that worked, so it was frustrating like to, to have better corner speeds and still then lose on the straights in even carts. So, is was there anything like that going on that you saw? No, but I do. I I remember because I I've done some rental car I do exactly that trick, and I actually did that a couple of times myself back when I was living in Oklahoma. These no, uh, these guys were all like pro racers, and actually they were kind of ruthless about it. There's a mandatory weight you had to make weight, and every time you pulled off the track, every single time you had to stop on the scales and wait for the scale to give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down. 
thumbs down was one minute for every pound underweight you were. Hmm. And there were a couple times we had one of our hot shoes. He's actually a mechanic at AMP, and he's also one of the uh, karting school instructors. He was 55 pounds lighter than all of us. So we had to have these oh. giant lead blocks that we had oh. to bolt to the cart. We got into a hurry on one of the pit stops, and we sent him out there without it. We got back to the pits and realized what we did. And immediately our team principal, Trevor, went and got the guys. He said, can we please pull him in? And we'll just. And they gave us a four-minute penalty instead of the, you know, really just hammering all- us like that. Because yeah, and of course he was, he was only out for one lap, right? You pulled him and, in immediately. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, and he was pulling everybody. It was great. He was like the fastest lap ever. Of course. <laughs> so, but it was, uh, yeah. It, so we had that, but there were a couple of teams, uh, and then also, if your pit stop was under four minutes, they pulled you right back in. And it didn't count as one of your mandatory pit stops, and, and they made you sit. There were so it was heavily regulated, but honestly, if there was cheating going on, it was very very subtle. These guys were actually really wanting to keep it on the up and up, just because they wanted to. Uh, at least I, that was the vibe I got. They wanted to win legit. It's kind of like cheating in lemons. Yeah, you can cheat, but okay, you won nickels, big deal. You know, you you, you don't get to actually say you won. Yeah, I think you do actually, but that's that's right. Um, And you still win nickels, so there's you didn't earn it. Yeah, you know, you guys understand what I mean. So I mean, being that there was no real prize, these these guys were trying to go at it legit. Okay, so when you sound when we started with what you're telling us what what actually happened, uh, it sounds like this wasn't. Fun. That's not the right word. So I'm trying to think of like how, why enduro. Why you know what are is the enduro the only thing that this series does, or is it? Oh no. What no, do you know if yeah. it's typical? If it's typical, what's the next step down? I guess is like 24 is hard for anyone, especially at an hour clip. Like that's what I keep thinking is that we've been talking about doing it at 24 and we just say that's just so much. Um, and I think Chris is going to CMP to do that one, but um, enduro in a cart sounds, I don't know, the things that you said weren't glamorous. So why enduro? And then what are the other options, I suppose? At, at all the engine levels, the tag carts, the Briggs and Stratton's all the way up to the shifter carts, there's sprints, there are two hour enduros, there are three hour enduros. Uh, so there are, any number of levels on this one. Uh, so if, if there's a type of road racing in cars, there's uh, they do it in cars. It's probably better and faster. Uh, this one, it was one of those, hey, I need a fourth team member and, you know, free seat. And I, I think every one of us would take a take a jump at a free Hell seat. Yeah. Race, racing anything, really. Totally. Yeah. 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 I think I'd race llamas for free. <laughs> That'd be a good story no matter what happened. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Was, Seriously, they do that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, we should totally start it. Llama, yeah. llama, llama, llama lemons. Llama you had to, to get your llama for less than a hundred dollars. Even better, llama enduro. Llama enduro. Yes. You gotta get oh, a lot of protein old. before you start. Hey, anytime there's more than two of anything, it gets raced. Right. That's just how things work. <laughs> uh, in so, fact, this coming weekend, the Orlando Karting Center. You can look them up. The Orlando Karting Center. Uh, this weekend is actually running a three-hour enduro for charity. They're re- raising money for Alzheimer's research. So a lot of the teams that uh, that are in that area uh, are coming back just for that. Uh, and it's 
it's a very charity minded community. I think it's because a lot of big name racers do it and it's still very low cost entry. So they don't mind coming out there, polishing their skills and then giving the money to charity. Cool. Jeff, what do you got? So uh, I checked out the local track uh, and JMP obviously is the closest to us and it has a karting facility. And I just wanted to see what, you know, what kind of things they offer, because I think probably no one except you is going to get a free offer for a 24 hour cart in Doro. So <laughs> like, what is it like for the average Joe or the average lemon racer who wants to go check out some carts? So uh, I, I assume this is really, like you said, it's everything, but uh, NJMP has a summer league and I thought yes. this was intriguing. They basically have six rounds and you join the league and then you do the race and that, you know, each round you get points for your score. So uh, yes. they do a two different 12 lap races. One is qualifying and the second one is the race and an eight minute qualifying for where you're going to position in the qualifying race. Yep. So this is basically like, I don't know, 12 laps. It's probably, a you know, two different races, the qualifying. It, it seems like a, like an evening. They start at 530 and you're probably out of there before it gets too dark. Uh, and it was uh, 75 bucks around. In so Atlanta it, Motorsports Park does the exact same thing. I think it's 80 bucks. Yeah. It's so practice qualifier, two races, and yeah, usually we're out of there about 9:30. Yeah. So it seems like a, a a great way to spend an evening, maybe with some chaps and friends and things, uh, mm -hmm. for under 100 bucks. Hey, that's cheaper than you drop at a uh, casino in an hour or two. So when and, when's the next time? Let's sign sign us up. Let's go. Uh, June 13th is the first round. I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys should absolutely go for it. It is, uh, but God, yeah, it's good. It, and, and like I told you guys, it, it, now, now all of a sudden crystal math makes sense to me because I was, I had the crap kicked out of me. It was miserable. I was terrible at it. And all I can think about is how I want more. Uh, it, yeah. it, 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 rental car and actually all the guys that were there that I was, you know, trying to refine my technique. Oh, yeah, no, rental cars. And they even mentioned, you know, go to Andretti. And one of the key things on this, and we'll talk about it, and I, I, Chris, I think this is one of your questions. You said, you know, why can't you drive it like a car? Yeah, let's go for that one. Answer that one now. So I started, you know, I went out there, and I thought I was doing a great job. I was getting on the brakes. I was really late apexing. I was smooth onto the power. I was not losing traction so it wouldn't bounce off the governor. And I was five seconds behind everyone else on my team. It never occurred to me until right now that if you lost traction, you would hit the governor. Yes. but That makes so much sense. Well, it doesn't, though, because actually that's what you want to do. So as I got back in after my shift, Trevor said, all right, I, I think I misled you. And one of the things he pointed out, and everyone I talked about agreed with this, is the brakes are not there to slow down the cart. The brakes are there to put the nose or put the weight on the nose of the cart. You slow down the cart by cocking the wheel, and you come into almost every turn with three to five degrees of slip angle. And that's how you scrub off speed. But because these were so low horsepower motors, and because they have a CVT-style transmission, immediately after you cock the cart, you mat it before you think you should. If you did this in a car, you would swap ends or you would just power all the way out of the corner, but that's exactly what you have to do. And then you come all the way through the corner at about 70% traction. So you're, you're, you're basically doing a four-wheel slide through almost every corner. 
And it has one of the things about when a car slides is your vision tends to immediately drop to the hood. And one of the things they were reinforcing on that is no, that's when your eyes need to, it, it is a reinforcement of the basics. Your eyes need to get even farther down the track. And coming into uh, a 180 degree, it was, it was a two point turn, but you kind of took it as one. The scoreboard or the leaderboard was behind us. And I had to force myself as I entered that turn to look over my left shoulder and keep my eyes on that leaderboard to properly execute this turn because I kept trying to like critique it and either I would drop a wheel off or I would uh, get off the gas too soon to straighten the cart out, which would slow me down. And it, it is, it's all about momentum and you maintain that momentum at a loss of traction in some of these corners. And it's a very, very fine line. So when I went out for my second shift trying to do that, that's when I kept backing it into this corner. I would just, you know, cut the wheel too hard, jump on the gas, swap ends on the cart, let four people pass me. I did have a good, really hard, like knock the wind out of me, hit into the wall once, sliding into a wall, and just did not even start to stitch it together until Sunday morning. One time when I was karting in an indoor place in Boston, the way that was the fastest way around that particular track with their carts is you never broke traction. You would take all kinds of wacky lines to keep from having to then reaccelerate back up. Like, is you could kind of get up to the mm-hmm. top speed ish, and if you took some some kind of strange lines on some of the corners, you could just always have that traction, never scrub the speed off, and keep your your speed up and keep your lap times up. So it's just kind of a different way with those particular carts. But that's what I always come in. I'd come in, you know, lose, have a bit of slip angle, have the car, you know, with a, a dab of oppo. But that's that would slow it down enough that then would have to reaccelerate back up. So by following some of the people a little faster, I found that they were taking these other lines that just let them stay matted through the, basically the whole thing, that uh, let them keep the speed up. It was just an interesting way to do it. And and they probably won't listen to this podcast. When I use the Atlanta outdoor carts, I actually never take my foot off. I do every everything by modulating the brake pedal. Even with my my foot just, I come out of the garage, the foot stays planted and does not come off for the rest of the rest well, until I pull back. Well, with the CVT in. transmission, that is absolutely the way to go. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Never like, has to okay. back up. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you just never yeah. never drop the RPMs if you can. Hmm. So uh, here's another interesting thing, Chrissy. I was uh, definitely going to take you up on the let's go do some gardening. The uh, yes. uh, one thing that you can't do at a lot of places, except maybe a cart place, you know, in a real race track, is they do private events. So at NJMP, they do Grand Prix and Super Grand Prix, and it's like under a hundred bucks for you and ten of your friends at least to have a private race. So that's definitely yes. the way to go. You don't even have to, you know, race against people you don't know as long as you bring you race 10. against people you know. And as long as you know that those people are just as bad as you, then you'll have a great right. time. <laughs> right? Like, if Mento's there and he's just like, wow, I don't even have a clue what I'm doing. If you just bring all of your, your dumbass friends that also don't know what they're doing, then it's just a great time. Yep. So Good here's plan. the Super Grand Prix package. Ten minutes of practice. 12 laps of qualifying, one race at 14 laps, one race at 16 laps, during a weekday, $90 a person, 10 person minimum. Let's go. During a cool. weekend, 110 That's still not bad. We, we need eight no, more really friends. really isn't. <laughs> hey, while we're well, doing we that, seriously. Friends. Yeah. Garage heroes in training. That's there true. It is. They would totally do it. 
while we've been doing this, I've been looking up other local places. Um, the place that's actually right nearby us, Slick Willie's Carts, they have a thing. If you go on a weekday from four to close, 40 bucks, unlimited racing. Just, I guess they don't have enough people coming in weekday evenings. So that's a great way to I get some I know what we're doing on there. Thursdays. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Slick Willie's have real carts? Because they're electric. Uh, they go, they're like, they yeah, say yeah. they go up to 50. They now have a, like a quarter mile long indoor track or something, a little more than that, oh. I guess. That's so, better than they used to have. Like 31 second laps, they say, is what it is now. Um, Lehigh Valley Grand Prix has some enduro kind of things going on. It looks like they've got some, uh, like they have a Daytona 500 race. That um, it's the morning of the Daytona 500. It's 500 laps, and it's 500 bucks to enter it wow. for a team. Um, so things like that. Well, are, Bill could beat us there. So let's sign that one up. Yeah, so that they have that one. And uh, Turkey Bowl, November 11th. It's a four-hour endurance race and 500 bucks a team. Um, yeah, so like there's, there's there's places around to do this kind of stuff, looks like. Yeah. you. Everyone who's listening to this podcast probably lives closer to a kart track than they do at a real racetrack because every real racetrack has a karting facility. And there are plenty of karting facilities that don't have racetracks. So you probably have two, three times as many kart tracks within a driving distance. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and Treddy is all over the country. And actually go there. You can have dinner and they got bowling. You can drop the kids off and that sort of thing. Uh, and then you got to dig a little bit more for the actual go-kart tracks. There's one in Ohio. There's uh, the one in Las Vegas. Go check out on your bingo card. We've got the the one here in Atlanta. The, the, the one in Orlando is actually really nice. Pit races we mentioned. New Jersey's got one. Uh, NOLA has a fantastic. They have actually two separate party tracks. And you can go to the United States Auto Club website, and they've got the list of everybody that is doing this because they're the the big or sanctioning body for karting. Uh, these carts do exist on eBay and Craigslist. They are anywhere from twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars, depending on how hardcore you want to go. Uh, all of ours were brand new Praga carts, and they are all up for sale. They're going to use them for a karting school at A&P, but if you showed up with the cash, uh, they'd let you have one, and it's cheaper than a secondhand Porsche Boxster. And probably won't blow up on you. Probably, but when it does, really easy to fix as opposed to a Porsche Boxster. Oh, yep. oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shaky, shaky, shaky cat. Podcast. Shaky cat. So it is, it, but it was, uh, it, it, and you really, we've talked before about the traction conversation, and it's the conversation with your tires. And, you know, on, on street tires, it's a, hey, I'm starting to slide. Hey, I'm, I'm losing a little bit of traction. Hey, you're about 50% traction. Okay, now I'm, I'm almost gone. I'm almost gone. Now I'm done. You're sliding. And it's the same conversation in a car. But it is happening at a different moment, and the nuances of balancing that thing on a slide are so precise compared to even the best handling cars that I have been in. Even when I took the McLaren out for extreme experience, it was not nearly as difficult to hang that car on the edge as it was this cart. And I was doing well into the triple digits in the McLaren, and I was perfectly comfortable doing this this cart i have and i and i say this i have not been this bad at something i was screaming in frustration in my helmet 
uh, in the middle of the night that I just absolutely could not get this. And I, and I, I kept catching myself getting angry, which I know is never going to help. But I was just so furious that I was not making any progress to better at this. It is, again, I, I think the last time I was this bad at something was when the Air Force told me I couldn't be a pilot. Wow. Okay. It, it, was probably, it was probably that frustrating, too. <laughs> one, one question. Um, why do you people say this is a great way to hone your skills? For, for ex- exactly what we talked about, because it is such a tiny, precise movement. You guys can't see my hands, but, you know, you, you have your hands there, and just the difference between – the perfect turn and sliding is less than a degree of steering input on a go-kart at 35 miles an hour. And you just you don't expect it to be that the sensation of speed and the sensation of precision, you're just not going to be able to replicate that in a car. And it does go back to the great adage of it's more fun to drive a slow car fast than a fast car slow. Um, because you are just trying to maintain the momentum you guard everything but you can't bounce it off the curbs like you do with a miata because you'll you'll tear the cart up it will it'll chew up wheel bearings or it'll bounce you out of it jeff i, th- I think another reason they talk about the world of serious karting being a great uh a trainer for the world of you know formula one or open wheel racing is the number of places and as early as you can start and as many laps as you can get per year because you can start. You said you had 14-year-old people karting. You, you know, there's no place that's going to let you drive a car on a racetrack at 14. Sure, yeah. You know, so – and it's it's the only thing that really does road racing. And you can get these people who are serious cart constantly. Yes. We wait months between events. They're running two, three times a week. Easily. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yes, that that totally makes sense. And they have dedicated mechanics. They have dedicated coaches. Jay Howard down at NOLA, he ran the Indy 500 last year. That's how he makes his living now is he coaches 8 eight to 14-year-olds in karting uh, to get them ready for a professional career. It, it, yeah, yep. it is. And if you, if you want to be NASCAR, you're in the little dirt tracks quarter at 8 years old in a quarter yeah. midget. And if you want to be a road yep. racer, you're in a kart. Yep. Well, that's yeah. awesome. And, and honestly, yeah. Once I once I get once I get settled, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm buying a cart, and you guys are just gonna have to come out and do crack with me. I, I'm sold already. I'm, I'm I'm sure I will do some carting this summer because the prices are pretty cheap and it looks really good. And what the hell? It's right down the street. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Awesome. Does anyone have anything else or any other questions for Mental before we leave him go? Uh, uh, the block on my on my uh, on my bingo card of Mental tells a story that goes nowhere. Not really filled in yet because <laughs> they actually went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? I, I speaking of bingo, I did get bingo. bingo. Oh. What'd you get? What'd you get? I got uh, Jeff's music doesn't work. What? <laughs> uh, Somebody talks about a previous car, the free space. Mental talks about the Air Force and professional racing. Oh, very good. Right, that was, that was a good one. I, I needed RV or Tesla, and I would have had. Oh, uh, I'm so far off, it's not even funny. You didn't get oh, a good well. card. No. It's all right. We'll oh, fix well. it someday. Okay, move on. Oh, sweet.
terrible time. It's, you're the one doing it, so there you go. I know I am. I'm catching my breath. Someday this cold is going to go away, and I'm going to be able to speak again. So, hella sweet or but terrible this week, we announced that we are not debuting the, the Z in two weeks at pit race pits race however mental what's this pronounced this week uh so so we were planning an elaborate re-theme we won't really talk a hundred percent about what the re-theme is but since the z's not here that's part of the theme we've already re-themed the civic which we won't talk about but I doubt the other two cars have rethemed uh, our rent, our borrowed car, although will be badged a Nissan, will not fit the new teams, will not fit the new theme. So what do we do? Do we delay the debut of the theme or do we half-ass it? Ooh, what do we all think? Because Chrissy already learned the dance. Well, we could do the dance. We could do one car with the new theme and just tell everyone else to run the old theme. What, well, what we do we probably- do? We probably need to check with what to make sure to see the rest of the cars if they've rethemed. Yeah. We need to see how far along everybody else is. And I, I know there are a number of elements missing. Like, I know the costume we had planned for Greg Smith is not together. And not that's prepared. No, and that's kind of critical. So we might just need it's to critical. roll on just weak sauce the theme this time. And, 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 which... and the Civic is strong enough to stand alone. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. And Chris well, we and I true. could do our dance. We, we might could, need, uh, well, or or we could just retheme to the Civic. We yeah, could exactly. Retheme, our, retheme ourselves to the Civic. That's true. White, not not white, go white. with the original. Yeah. This is white. all a cryptic conversation. Yeah. But white white Sorry, painters' outfits, orange safety vest, and hard hats, and then we would just point in the sky and yell. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> the picture just formed in Jeff's head. Yeah, right. <laughs> just yep. figured this out. All right. So, so, so uh, I guess we have a half-ass theme all around. Yeah. We've well, we're well, also mostly sure about trying to get a car that works. That helps. Half-ass theme for the theme. I'd say the theme for the car is pretty rock solid. Oh no, absolutely. Uh, what I'm yes. saying is, we don't we don't go all out and shoot our entire load on the new theme. On this race, yeah, you did not just do that. Yeah, you just nurse a semi on it. That's all. When did Joe Biden get on this podcast? I don't know, <laughs> Mental, if you don't start talking into your microphone, I have to get the tube of mockery out so, for you. All right, where did where did where did Joe Biden get I on this get podcast? Yeah, the entire show. Mental eats his microphone and then he says something funny. He's so far away, nobody can hear him. Sorry. Yep. Pretty much. It doesn't come through my. It doesn't come through my headphones. Yeah, I know. You need to. Do you need just to hold hold your microphone like I do? Yeah. So here's, right. here's a random request for listeners. This is this is a timely request. We only have until we leave for yes. Pittsburgh to get this resolved. If anyone out there knows anything about trombones, please contact us. I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> I have a question. I can't Nor- figure but- it out. The internet isn't telling me Normal. what I need to know. Normal trombones, no, no other, no rusty no, trombones. That's what I was no, getting no, at. Yeah, these, yeah. Yeah, these, these are not bad jokes. This is an actual brass instruments. Right. instruments. 
uh, th- there there was a music store nearby. The building is now gone. <laughs> like not even just their clothes. The building is gone. There, Signs though. there. Yep. So I, I need some help on something. It's quick. I just need someone who played band who has band camp stories that's the kind of person i need <laughs> to tell me that don't involve question. rusty trombones exactly so no yes, thank you please contact us everyone.racers at gmail.com or post to our random social medias thank you very much next tell us about the show next show, next show is our pit race pregame you've heard us talk plenty about our cars and stuff like that but we're also going to talk about what do you need to know for going to pit race like how do you get there? What's nearby? Where do you get get gas? What's the paddock like? Like all that kind of stuff that you need to know with a new track that you've never been to, and even maybe a little bit of how to drive it. Yeah, Jeff. Spoiler alert: Pittsburgh Race International Race Course, not that close to Pittsburgh. No, it's north and west. No, no, it's actually it's no, closer to yeah. Ohio than it is to Pittsburgh. It is, uh, but that's okay. It's hey, right well, the also because that yeah, it's it's you know Pittsburgh is trapped by rivers. It goes all Not around. Trap, the river rivers. runs through it. Yeah. It's more trapped by hills and stuff than rivers. Yeah. All right, really. Sure. Anyway, so we're going to talk. Oh, what do you need to know as your first time at Pitts Race? So uh, that's just for you, mental Pitts Race. Got it. Huh. Including how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. How to spell it. Yeah. How to eat a in and out cookie. That's Go a, to Permantis. No, no, no. This uh, is the. What the order on your Permantis? Yeah, Permantis. There it is. Yeah. Permantis. So, thank you for downloading us. Thank you for eating our sandwich and playing our rusty trombones. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. Sorry. (laughs) If you enjoyed this podcast... It's like you doubt your own words. You can't can't be a racer. I'm just... Just, <laughs> no, it's not that at all. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. It's totally free. Then go to iTunes, give us a five-star re- review. Even if you hate us, give us five stars and tell us why. If you have any questions or show ideas or know anything about trombones, drop us a comment on our Facebook page, <laughs> Everyone Racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram or Twitter at everyone.racers. Thanks again, and until next week, keep the carty side up. What? The car, I, I don't know how to. How do you? And the, the rusty the cart? and the rusty trombone down. Oh no, like like cart. How do you know what's the top or the bottom on a cart? If Where the you're seat sitting is. on it, it's the oh, top. Keep the part with the seat up, <laughs> and the part with the wheels down. If, yeah, the cart's on top of you. <laughs> <laughs>